Welcome to the Drink and Be Salty podcast. Please visit, like, and follow our website, drinkandbesalty.com. We will post our episodes there for you to listen to at any time. Leave us a comment, idea, response to what we're doing, whatever you feel like. Be nice. There's only room for four bitches here. Karen, we will be adding fun content as we move along. So check back often. Don't forget our Facebook page, Drink and Be Salty. So tonight we're going to talk about the paranormal given we're so close to Halloween. We have Patty with us who's bionic tonight. <laughs> well, just her My bionic arm. Just I her left that. arm. Yeah. <laughs> How's it feeling? Oh, it's doing a lot better. It's been, well, October 1st, I... Whatever, I don't know what happened. It just happened so fast. I fell down uh, our basement stairs. So, and I fractured my left arm and I'm strict left handed. So, it's been challenging. <laughs> so, but um, I'm on the mend and doing better. Yeah. yeah. I my, I graduated from uh, half cast to uh, arm brace. So, bionic and therapy. Cast. Yeah. So, it's... I got a bionic arm going on here with all the. <laughs> Contraptions wrapped around my arms. So. It's perfect for Halloween. Yeah, it is really. <laughs> I can go as either bionic or crippled or whatever. Wonder yep, Woman. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Every time you walk or run, we're gonna all be going. Doo-doo. I'm gonna do it slow mo. Yeah. <laughs> and you gotta flip your hair because wasn't yeah. Farrah Fawcett was yeah bionic woman right? Was no. no, 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 Who was no. That? No, was it Linda? Not Linda Carter. Gosh, I can't think of her name. Not Linda Carter, but um, uh, uh, Lindsay Wagner. Lindsay Wagner. And awesome. remember, she would jump, and when she land, like her hair would go. It was all <laughs> yeah, curly. It was and always bouncy. perfect. Like it was I, always Hawaii. perfect. I, Hawaii, yeah. yeah, she yeah. just ran like two hundred miles an hour through a field, but her hair looked perfect. Yeah. I hate yeah. just saying. <laughs> and Britt, how are you tonight? Good, good, good. All good here. Anything bionic on you? Uh. Just my bionic personality. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> and d- thank you for bringing that because we probably will need that at some point tonight. Oh, I'm totally kidding. <laughs> bionic woman. <laughs> so, so tonight we're going to talk about paranormal. And I think Britt's going to start us off because she has a definition. Well, it's mm-hmm. kind of funny because paranormal <laughs> is denoting events. Or phenomena such as telekinesis or clairvoyance that are beyond the scope of normal scientific understanding. And it's just kind of funny because who doesn't have a story, right? Right. Yeah. You know, I mean, there, don't get me wrong, there's people who absolutely do not believe, but it's just kind of interesting. Like when you bring it up, you know, everybody's got something. Yes, definitely. <laughs> I didn't think I had stories until I started thinking about it. Yeah. And uh I have a lot of stories. So we'll 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 get into that. Um so are we all believers, non-believers? What are we? I don't know what I am. I am a believer. I am, I am a gonna believer. say it right I here am. now. I am a believer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I've had some crazy stuff, but I do have this article here and reading through it. It, it kind of talks about more of the brain and how you think. Mm-hmm. Oh. So it's kind of interesting. Like your there, mind playing tricks on you kind yeah, of thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen memes about that where 
what looks like a monster you turn on the lights and there's it's a pile of clothes yeah and don't get me wrong i'm pretty skeptical Mm -hmm. like if you talk about something nine times out of ten you can explain it but Mm -hmm. there are some things that i'm sure you can yeah Yeah, i agree (laughs) i agree but it's funny because if you look at the scientific fact behind that like your eyes memories and patterns all work together and when your eyes see something your mind automatically wants to it's been trained to recognize patterns that's so you go looking about. for it spot on patty yeah. that's what it talked about in this really? article yeah that's yeah interesting what was the game and we played it i'm sure you guys did too maybe not but we used to like run around our house in the dark and we would do something chant something or do something i don't remember and then we would go into the a dark room and look in a mirror and supposedly oh it's a bloody, bloody mary, mary? Oh, bloody mary oh, yeah. you had to say her name three times uh-huh. during the mirror. yes i remember doing that in school yep yep in grade school. we did that we did yep. seances oh yeah and, yes have, have anybody uh <laughs> i got called and bubbly in my throat um worked with a ouija board yes yeah yep I'm not. We I'm not that. opposed to it. I never mm. felt, I felt like there was always somebody, you know, like trying to make it, you know, mm. more fun and yeah. exciting and yeah. pushing it towards this or that. Making and, it to be something uh-huh, that's not. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, I did just, oh, it's it's been less than a year because obviously COVID wasn't here yet or more than a year. No, I don't know, whatever. I don't, know. I don't remember when it was, but uh, <laughs> I went to a tarot card reading. So everybody there was like a a seer of some sort. Not everybody was tarot cards, but most were tarot cards. And it was up on 59 in, oh, how fun. in White Lake Township. And you kind of went through and there was a sign at the door that said, you know, let your inner self pick the right guide. And oh. there were all these guides lined up. And the person I went to, um, she's like, well, I need to know a little bit about you first. And so I told her what, you know, a couple things and I had just quit my job and, you know, she's writing little notes or whatever. Well, of course, the first thing she brought up was, oh, you're so much happier now than you were two months ago. Or, That's you know, I'm obvious. thinking, well, yeah, I quit my <laughs> job and I'm you know, doing nothing at home. Of course I'm happy not working, you well, know. Well, okay, I'm going to play but, devil's advocate. You could have been extremely distraught about that. You could have. True. And been, she knew I wasn't. <laughs> oh, she did? She knew I was. Well, I mean, she's like, you're happier now, you know, whatever. But did you say anything to, yeah. okay. So mm. that's what I'm saying. She. No, I just said I quit my job. That She took a, she took a risk. By picking that way, because she could have said, you're nervous about finding something else. You know, you're stressed out right now, but don't worry about it. Because, you know, she could have went a different direction. Or they could be kind of like trained to kind of feel. I do think, yeah. How you come across to perceive if you're like the way you say it, your tone and your body language, how to read you to play that. Yeah. And I know that I came home because and and talked to Dale about it because 
like I was still like on the fence about 50 50 because I believe she said something about Dale not working or Dale would be doing the same thing as me, you know, something along those lines. And of course, Dale, you know, is going to re retire here soon. So she wasn't that off. And there were several things that were she couldn't have known or you go. Yeah, oh. she couldn't have known. So but at the same time, it wasn't so far out there that I thought, oh, my God, she's brilliant and <laughs> yeah you know and i came away going yeah i mean i was glad i did it and i would probably do it again yeah i do think some people have a gift but i do think there's a lot of That's people that play on it, play it yeah. and they are to your point they yeah. know how to read you yeah. and your body language your tone so yeah, yeah. but sometimes yeah. if they do say things it may not make sense right then and there it could be like down the road you're like oh yeah wow wait a minute they have an aha <laughs> like kind of reminds me of like you know like magicians you know there's a trickery to it oh, it's not sure. total magic mm. you know just like i think with somebody who proclaims to be able to tell your fortune and look at a crystal ball and say, oh, well, this is what I see for you in the future or whatever, you know. <laughs> so, so. Yeah. Well, this article was really funny because this went way, way back. It, it Actually, I'm going to read this real quick. It said, soon after World War II, Winston Churchill was visiting the White House and he was said to have an uncanny experience. Having a long bath, a scotch and a cigar, he reportedly walked into the adjoining room only to be met by the ghost of Abraham Lincoln. Unflappable, even while completely naked, Churchill <laughs> apparently announced, good evening, Mr. P President. You seem to have met me at a disadvantage. And the spirit smiled and vanished. So, I mean, I don't know. Who knows? But... Winston Churchill, is he going to make something like that right. up? You right. know, I mean, this uh, is a man. Knowing of, that if he comes out and says something, there's a very real chance that people are going to go, he's a fucking wackadoodle. Yeah. <laughs> Unless yeah. he really just had a male suitor in there. He wanted to play it off as a ghost. You know? <laughs> I want to know, wait, no, I'm a you never knew. You never know. <laughs> there are a lot of ghosts wearing blue dresses in the, <laughs> in the, in the White House. <laughs> Don't mind the evidence. <laughs> oh my gosh, Dana. Uh, that's funny. And do you believe? Do I believe in what? The whole, like what, how far do you have to go? Yeah, I know. So it's so funny because I'm such a skeptic, but at the same time, I do believe mm -hmm. because I have had some weird experiences. So mm -hmm. I do. I Yeah, I have to. Yeah, yeah, I, I have to. I don't know. So you believe? Well, I'm, I'm skeptic uh, to a point. Um, I guess there's got to be enough evidence to make me believe. Yeah, you know, because I'm. So you want details? You want yeah, facts? You want yeah? But I do. Do I believe there are you know other experiences out there like spirits? That, is that real? I think so. I do too. You know, I don't I think do. when people leave this world sometimes or they they don't go elsewhere they may linger 
due to whatever trauma may be experienced or whatever the case may be, and they linger because they want to. I'm kind of with you, girl, on that see, one. What do you think, Dana? Look over Dana? loved ones, whatever. I, like if somebody presented cold hard facts and said they do not exist, I would say, okay. But if somebody presented cold hard facts that said they do, I would probably also say, okay. Like, <laughs> prove it to me. Like, I feel like there's something out there. I feel like some people yeah. are more in tune with what's going on around them than uh, other people are. So, and I've had enough goofy things and my son and I have shared some goofy things enough to know that, yeah, there's got to be something, even if it is just that memory, intuition, whatever, whatever you call it. Yeah, I think some of it could be like an, a feeling, intuition. Yeah. And then also um, an unexplainable incident. Yeah. Know? Yeah. If y'all don't mind, I want to share with you um, my son who is now 14, when he was really young, he started having what I think most people would say night tremors or, or sorry, um, night, night terrors. Terrors. Thank oh, you. <laughs> and um, it was so scary that I started to research like who I could take him to to figure this all out. And he would wake up like literally breathing so hard and like a panic and just distraught. And we later found out he wasn't even awake. He was still sleeping. But wow. some of the weirdest things that he said one time, he said, the man on the horse, the man on the horse with the sword. And you're talking about two years old, three years old, four oh, years wow. old, five Damn. years old. Yeah. And just describing things that were, it, it almost sounded like it was from a different era. Oh, you know, like, like just really? Yeah. Yeah. And one yeah. time he was doing this whole thing, waking up, panicking, just breathing so heavily. And um, he, he said to me, oh, my God, Mom, I'm so afraid I'm going to hurt you. And I was like, what? It was so bizarre. One time he talked, he woke up, he talked about a bald man with a star on his forehead. I mean, just... Hmm. Bizarre thing. My daughter was so freaked. She was like, "Mom," because it happened on you know, because they're seven years. I was saying, so he was two. Oh yeah, she was nine-ish. Did he have reoccurring ones, or was it not like that? I don't feel like no. They were always different. It just because so another thing you want to think about too. What you know? What kind of TV shows he's watched or? And all of that that would influence those type of thoughts in the dream. Yeah, but we're talking but, two, three, four, or five years old. You know, I mean, I don't know. Mm -hmm. So, Dana, to your point, you said some people are sensitive to it, and they mm -hmm. say the younger you are, yeah, you know, yeah, you're. I don't know, but I have dreams. First of all, I have these wild, crazy. <laughs> 
<laughs> dreams that I can't even, I should start writing them down again because they are, I just had one the other night. It was like, oh my God, I, I, I can't even describe how weird this dream was. But I do have some common threads that are in every dream. There's almost always a car in the dream. Oh, We're almost, wow. I can almost never, I usually, it's a task. Like some people can't get where they're trying to go. Mm -hmm. I get there, but I can't accomplish whatever I'm trying to do. Dial a phone, um, you know, uh, get gas, or there's always something preventing oh, me from wow. finishing the day. So there are some common things, but in the middle of the dream, there's like a moment of clarity that I didn't realize and something will happen. That's just very ordinary, very ordinary. And then it, and it's kind of in the dream and you don't always catch it, but sometimes days or weeks later, I will get that feeling of deja vu where it's like, I, I had this. And the one that I remember the most, cause it kind of freaked me out was we had an apartment and of all things, it had a bee's nest in the air conditioning system and the bees would get cold and become dormant and they would drop through the vent onto the table, which had a lamp on it. The lamp, of course, would heat them up and they'd oh, fly yeah. across the room. Oh. <laughs> and in the dream, my kids were trying to pick up raisins on this table and in real life, one of my kids was sitting at a table in that little yellow, tiny tot chair. Yeah. And he was eating, it wasn't raisins, it was chocolate chips, but he was eating like chocolate chips and he picked up a bee and he let go of it and it flew across the room. Oh my gosh. Oh wow. So there, nothing happens bad or good necessarily in the mm -hmm. dream, but that one little section comes true. Wow. Or we'll be doing something and somebody will drop a can of Mountain Dew and it'll go all over the place. Sure enough, we'll be at a baseball game, somebody will drop a can of Mountain Dew and it'll go all over the place. Wow. That's so interesting. It's like you're clairvoyant. Well, you never know. Yeah. I mean, people now, have... Could it happen anyways? Well, the bee thing was a little odd. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And is. we didn't know... That's so specific. Right. Yeah. Specific. Sus Thank you. Pacific. Suspicious? No. <laughs> Suspicious. We, um, Easy for me to say. We uh, didn't know about the bees at the time. So it's not like, you know, oh, that wow. happened kind of after. Wow. And it only took us, like, we're like, what are all these fucking bees? And they would <laughs> fall out of the vent, land on this table, warm up, and then fly to the door because wow. it had a big glass door in it. So they go towards the light. light and yeah. that's what they did. Oh, wow. Have you ever had, like, Kind of like a premonition or feeling before something happens. I have I don't about know. something where, or kind of like, do you have a, a story? subliminal warning per se? Or I just had a permission. Um, Dale was going to buy me a new car. Is that true? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't know that I necessarily have premonitions, but I have more of a connection with people mm -hmm. where I'm thinking of like so vividly thinking about someone and it's just ironic that they'll text or they'll call or I don't know just weird little things like that mm -hmm. but I'm not sure about premonitions so your premonitions 
I sometimes do get that where, you know, I get a, Are they a good feeling or bad? of something before something happens. Are they good or bad? Once in a while. Um, sometimes it's kind of like a preventative thing. Oh, really? Like Ooh. drive like one time. Um, guys, it's happened a lot of different times at diff or different places, different times that I can't really be too specific. Uh, but it's just... You know, something simple like do you get a that detour. Feeling? Yeah, I get a feeling. Don't go that way. Um, you know, and detour, and I find out there was an accident or something, or it would have, you know, stopped me from going to work for whatever reason and be late or, you know, just silly little things like that. And then I've had bigger ones, but I've, I can't even remember. I've had a lot of those little occurrences You've happen that had them so I've much forgotten that about them all. Don't take them to heart no so much i don't anymore. i kind of yeah. dismiss like, it oh there's okay. another one okay yeah. that was a good thing so <laughs> i'm glad i listened to my intuition yeah now. yeah but, yeah things like that yeah well back to my son i i can't remember how old he was i want to say he was about five or six and uh we had gone to florida for spring break my daughter brought a friend and we rented a house on the beach and it was a very old house and the bedroom that the kids were in the two girls were on like a double bed and then he had a twin bed by himself well he woke up with doing all of you know just panicking breathing hard you know the whole thing and my daughter had been telling me about the friend that she brought that her friend sees things. And mm. so it's funny, like I, I, I believe in these things, but I'm always very skeptical yeah, when people tell me things, me you too. know? Yeah, me too. So I was kind of like, oh, okay, yeah, sure, whatever. And um, anyway, when he finally woke up and my daughter had calmed him down and before she came and got us, he uh, pointed across the room and he goes, the man, the man. And her friend kind of like went, <gasps> and then she came and got us and we calmed him down and whatever. But she asked her, she was like, what was that all about? And she said, there was an old man standing there. I saw him. So, I don't know. Like, mm. I know my, my son was going through all of this and whatever, and maybe this girl has a gift and, you know, whatever. Mm. However, my husband and my daughter started Googling the house mm -hmm. and the original owners, the father had passed away in that house and he had the same exact birthday as my son. What? Wow. That's unreal. Oh. So it was just, I don't know. And who knows? Like a skeptic could be like, ah, oh, it's just a coincidence, you know? Yeah, but right. who knows? Yeah. I don't know. It's just it, weird. But a five-year-old, he's not making anything up. Right. You no. know, he's waking up terrified. Right. You know? And so it was just interesting. Hmm. Yeah. I didn't know until just recently. In fact, I think it was our last taping. We were talking about tonight's show. When Max came home. Yeah. And discuss the person in the blue uniform oh, and the black boots. Oh, yeah. That is so crazy. I didn't know that until then. 
Oh, wow. tell that story. You should tell that, that story. <laughs> we that know it because so yes, off air. But yeah. it, it starts previous to that in that I was at a uh, party at a friend's house and she had different vendors or whatever set up in her house. So she had a party light vendor an Amazon, uh, an Amazon, an Avon vendor, you know, et cetera, all yeah, around her house. One of the things that she also had was a psychic. And I was leaning at, as were a couple of my other friends, we were all kind of leaning in the doorway, just watching this psychic do, do her thing. And right in the middle of it all, she stopped her reading with the person that she was talking to pointed at me and said, you have someone who's wearing a blue uniform standing right next to you. Wow. And my stepfather uh, is a state, was a Michigan state trooper, which would have been a blue uniform. Wow. So it was kind of freaky yeah. right then because, and she was so adamant about it. Like she just stopped and just pointed right at me. And did you know immediately who she was talking about? Or did it take? Uh, yeah. Okay. No, I did. Yeah. And um, mm -hmm. he was, I mean, my dad was always, you know, I've been lucky. I've had many sets of parents. Um, but my stepdad <laughs> and my dad were the two bigger, biggest male influences. My mom was married to my stepdad for 20 some years. Mm -hmm. And uh, my dad, of course, was always in my life. So, you know, it was a big chunk of time and it was right from five to you know whatever years old so it was a pretty you yeah. know during my formidable years um last podcast after we were discussing tonight's topic and my son who's now 27 came home and i don't remember the exact story but kind of very similar he said that he had an instance where somebody was wearing a blue uniform and black combat boots yeah yep uh, that appeared to him, which yeah. would have been, again, my stepfather in the blue state police jersey and a uniform and the black boots because, and they always had to, this was, you know, olden days and they had to have those black boots shiny, shiny. Yeah. and he would always set them out. So they were always there, you know, kind of thing. So it's kind of hard to dispute something like that because there's just no way that that person could have known. She barely knew the person who was having the party, much less me. Yeah. And I was, you know, I, a, a mother of these two kids, you know, married mother of two. And this girl who was having the party was, I don't think she was married yet. She was like 23 years old. So even though we were work related. Yeah. Yeah. You know, friends, we weren't, it's not like we hung out or. Yeah. Anything and how like ironic that. that you and your son have similar experiences with the same description. Right. Yeah. I mean, so that's where right. I kind of go. separate, different. Yeah. Right. How do you explain that? You know, I don't know. Yep. I'm sure somebody could, but I don't <laughs> <Yeah>. know. <laughs> that's why I think sometimes, you know, those that have passed on still keep an eye on their loved ones. Yeah. You know. Yep. Yep. So I'm looking at, it's got an article called Ghosts and Gravestones, uh, ghostsandgravestones.com. And it says 45% of people believe in ghosts. That's what this article That's that I lot. have says. I'm surprised it's not 
bigger than that. It said three quarters of the population. And 37% of people believe that houses can be haunted. The reason why I think I'm surprised that it's not a larger percentage is because how, you know, there, there's the paranormal investigators that's so prominent right now and popular you know, and they've got all these shows, the shows out, yeah. and people yeah. are actively out doing it in uh, urban areas. Yeah, yeah. I'm wondering what, when was that survey taken and conducted? Right. Now, you know, this does it state that? Because I'm just shocked that the the numbers aren't higher. I wonder if people are still concerned about admitting it. Maybe that could be. Yeah. You know, it's like nobody ever admits to smoking pot but we all do it <laughs> right well not me or you or Brett. Right. <laughs> well i we've, don't but we've never right i'll admit that right <laughs> off i don't i'm that one but yeah. i don't condone anybody else you know but does. there is a little bit of uh like just people don't want to necessarily well, that kind of wouldn't that also tie a little bit into religion whether you believe if oh i think christianity so. or i think if so. you believe in uh demonic you know possession and presence and things like that. Now, ironically, so given this is an election year, it also says 50 54% of Republicans say that they believe in demons. <laughs> while while 37% of Democrats say the same thing. Hmm. Only say the same thing, I guess it would be. Hmm. Uh, does Were that surprise they- you? Were they talking about Democrats? Maybe that was why. Republicans <laughs> are more likely than Democrats to believe in demons, ghosts, vampires, and other supernatural mm. beings. I'm intrigued by all that, that but uh, to believe in all of it, some stuff, but others not. More than one third, this is where I think Britt was going before she decided to get up and ban us for a, a beer. Bathroom. <laughs> it is drink and be salty, right? <laughs> More than one third of Americans. Name that to me. Uh, 36% say that they have personally felt the presence of a spirit or a ghost. Women, 41%, are more. Wow. Women are more likely than men to say that this has happened to them. Just one in 10 Americans say they have communicated directly. I get that. Mm-hmm. You know, the communicated directly thing. Like I've never communicated directly. No, no. Mm-mm. I have. But that dream. doesn't mean. I mean, I don't know what that means though. Like define directly. Like, Hey, how are you doing? Do you want to have a beer? Oh, Maybe? Yeah. No. I don't know. It doesn't mm-hmm. actually it doesn't say. I've had a lot of interesting experiences, but never know. You never invited one over for a beer and I would. Yeah, I haven't had any experience like that. I have though the situation but back when my grandmother passed away for two weeks I always felt like a presence around me for some odd reason. Uh, like I'd be at work, I had a uh, situation where I was at work walking down the hallway and I felt 
a hand on my shoulder. I went to turn around. I thought it was one of my coworkers. And I started to say, hey, and there was nobody there. Mm. That creeped me out right in that moment because I felt it was literally a, a hand on my shoulder. Yeah. And other little things like that. Mm-hmm. And then I had a dream one night. And it was that's why I say it was my grandma because it all stopped after this dream. I had a dream of my grandmother. Like she came to visit me in my dream to like say goodbye. And all I saw really was just her, like a portrait of her, her face where she's just extremely happy. And all I saw were like like she's in the sky, like the clouds and the sky in the background. Oh wow. And Aww. she's talking, but I can't. It's like she's muted. I can't hear what she's saying, but I can kind of make out some of what she's saying, like saying, I love you so much, dear heart, kind of thing. And um, Is that what she used to call you? She, that was her lovey or dear heart. She would oh. say those kind of things. And she oh, loved to sing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, but she had a sparkle in her eye. She was like happy. Right. You know. Oh. And when she passed away, she had uh, like a massive heart attack and she mm. went in her sleep that's how she always wanted to and her favorite chair mm. which she always had a recliner she'd Aww. sit in and like to watch tv drink her tea or whatever and and she fell asleep and that's she had a, that's what happened that and is so interesting yeah my uh my uncle tried to revive her so when the ems came they took over trying to resuscitate her and they did but they, then she was like in a coma state she ended up going but to me that's how she that was her yeah. moment you yeah. know because yeah. she was no longer there anymore yeah right but, right oh but wow after that dream then i never felt any more presence around me i had no weird oddball things happening so maybe to me, she needed nothing. to say goodbye yeah. that's what i Aww. attribute that to yeah. It was a goodbye. Well, so, so this article talks about that, and it said that basically people who believe in this kind of thing, that they are trying to justify things or explain things to make mm. themselves so- feel better about where people are going or what's happening next mm. for the afterlife or mm. whatever. Like, mm. yeah, I guess. I mean, who knows? I, was, who knows? I was like 20 when that happened. And so I wasn't a believer in any of that stuff. I, yeah, you know, my, I, I felt, yeah, my grandma went to heaven and that was that, you know, and yeah, I was sad, you know, over her passing, but you know, she was in her late 80s, I think. Maybe she was 85. I can't remember. But, um, but yeah, that was a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. But, I know. I believe it. I believe it. Yeah. So, and I think I've told this story probably last week when we discussed this. But anyways, uh, my the, the people that live by, behind us in Southfield were, were the gentleman that owned the liquor, the liquor store. Shh. Okay, we'll just take this right out. Okay, so the people that live behind us in Southfield were people that own a jewelry store, and we still get uh, most of my jewelry there today. And their kids used to climb the fence, or my kids would climb the fence and go over there mm-hmm. and just hang out and play. So our, our house is literally backed up. And they had the same house as us, even. And our kids played together, and 
we used to go out to eat and you know do stuff fun yeah, stuff together yeah. with, with this with this couple and the mother and the two children were killed in a car accident they were killed by a drunk driver at lunch he was out drinking oh. drank way too much at lunch on his way back to work he hit them and killed all three of them oh, uh, and then like about six weeks later the husband's uh jewelry business burned down the salon that was next door he was in a strip mall and the salon that was next door caught on fire and they usually do two buildings you know they'll do like Two buildings and a firewall, two yeah. another, you know. Oh, so yeah. those the end two units burned oh, down. Yeah. So the poor guy, he was just so oh lost. Gosh, and in the also oh, in a weird awesome. twist of fate, the day of their and they were predicting a very big funeral because uh mothers against drunk driving and oh, yeah. there was of course court cases and everybody was you know, up in arms about the company should be involved because he let, they knew he was drinking this much, let him drive at lunch, oh boy. Yeah. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And the day of the funeral, I actually went to work and got a call that my father had passed away. So instead oh of going gosh. to the funeral, I went to the Upper Peninsula to my dad's. But in the meantime, I come back and uh his name was gary the husband was gary and he had started this fund and he wore it and he made the purple rubber bracelets uh -huh. oh, okay. and it said something about thinking before you drink or something along the lines and proceeds went to a fund for his kids at the school that they went to which would have been farmington mm. hills and i had one and i wore it probably a good year probably a good year and I just, I took a shower with it and I just never took it off. Why? It was rubber and, mm -hmm. you know, I just always kept it on. And then my husband and I went out one night and it was, a, there was a lot of snow, it was snowing. And we were in the restaurant and we had separate cars like we always do. And on the way out, I go to get into my car and, and the rubber bracelet, it was purple, was on my antenna, which at the time the antenna stuck out the car. You know, they're oh, not in the yeah. windows or whatever. Yeah, right. And I didn't think anything of it. Like I pulled the bracelet off, put it on and drove on. I'm like, oh, when I got out of the car and I did take my jacket off, I'm like, oh, I took my jacket off and it fell off because I had been wearing it for so long that it had stretched or, you know, whatever. So I put it on, didn't think anything of it. I drive home and I go into the bathroom where all my jewelry is. And there was the purple bracelet. Wow. So now you have two. So now I have, so two. have two. Wow. Whoa. And there's no way. Like, what are the chances yeah. of that, really? Yeah. And That's so awesome. somehow this other one at a bar and restaurant, um, yeah, ended up on my car, on my antenna, right wow. by me, in the middle of winter with a lot of snow. That's crazy. That's yeah. a little too coincidental. Yeah. 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 And it, and I just, for days, I was freaked. I mean, I'm still freaked about it after mm -hmm. all this time. You know, and it's like, I always thought, should I tell Gary that this happened? Should I not? And I never have. Really? I probably never will. But, yeah, it was very weird. It'd it was be like interesting something... if you did, though. Like, I wonder if maybe he's got some stories, Yeah, I too. don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. You know, he's of, um, he's Jewish. 
And I don't know, I don't have enough experience with that faith. Like I'm Catholic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we all know Catholicism is a little fucked up. Let's face it, it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know how that goes as far as things. But yeah, I will never forget that. That was just, it was that just is, too. Yeah, that's and crazy. even, you know, Dale and I were like, holy hell, how did that happen? That is crazy. Yeah. And and just sitting there with the two of them. And I know I have the two of them somewhere in my, they're still in my dirty You could tell which one like, was definitely oh. the one that you lost. Oh, yeah. And the other ones was, was oh. it like brand new? Uh, it was newer, yeah. And it, it just was, it wasn't stretched. And yeah, it was wow. just so oh, odd. Wow. It was just really Gosh. weird. Yeah. Scary. <laughs> yeah. So, wow. I, and that's why I'm half a skeptic, half not, I guess. I know. I know. Because it's like all this stuff happens. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I have one. Okay. So, I was born and raised in Texas. My family is all from Pennsylvania. And when I was nine years old, we moved to Pennsylvania. We ended up staying there like three years and then moved back to Texas. But anyway, the first house that we moved into, there was some weird stuff going on. Weird, weird. And probably like all these articles could all be explained away, but I'm telling you, we would all be sitting down at the dinner table, having dinner, family dinner, and all of a sudden, one of the bathroom shower would just go, I mean, full blown, not triple, oh. not, okay, we got to tighten something. I'm talking full blown. Turn on? Yeah. Wow. Go in That's there. creepy. Turn it off. 20 minutes later, there it goes again. Oh my gosh, that's not something that just happens wow. by accident. No, I mean a cabinet door. I, I can so. see. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Okay, but uh, and here, okay, another thing, we would be in the kitchen cooking, whatever. The refrigerator door would open. The refrigerator door. So wow. again, you could probably explain that, like tighten it up, but it would happen when we were in there. It was never when we weren't in there. It was wow, always really? when we were in there cooking and getting things yeah, ready. Not you know at what random I mean? other times. Right. And um, my mom describes this story. She, in that house, everybody was gone. Like all of us kids were somewhere. My dad was somewhere. And she was like, oh, yes, I can have a night to myself. Yeah. So she was in the bathtub and we had a big uh german shepherd dog who was gentle as a kitten um hildy um and she was in the bathtub and you know when you get that feeling like all of us all of a sudden you get that feeling like you're not not alone alone. yeah or you're being watched yeah and you're by yourself so why do you feel like you need to cover up she did. Yeah. She like grabbed her towel and stood up and covered up. And all of a sudden this gentle dog who was the sweetest dog on the planet was facing the door, snarling her teeth, the hair on her back rose 
And my mom said she never felt so afraid in her whole life. Oh, that would be scary because it's like somebody's in the house. Yeah. Yes. And so that's what she thought. And so she went through the whole house. She called my dad. My dad, I don't know where he was, but he ended up coming home shortly after and um, went through the whole house. There was not a single thing. And she Mm -hmm. told my dad, we're moving. This house is haunted. Mm -hmm. So we did some research on the house. Mm Mm-hmm. And there's two conflicting stories of the family that lived there before the little boy killed his younger sister. Oh, oh wow. And then the other story was that he was kind of an evil kid, but ended up having some asthmatic something or other and passed away in the house. But either hmm. way, whatever story is true, there was a death in that house and it was never disclosed, which, you know, you're supposed to. Yeah. You're supposed to. Yeah. Yeah. So it was weird. And we literally lived in that house six months. Wow. And my mom was like, no, we're out. Really? That would be me too. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Now the house I lived in the upper peninsula, Looking back, like I say, I didn't realize I had all this stuff that happened until I until I started, you know, I know it's writing so stuff down for this for, for this podcast. But the house I lived in, the UP, was a big old house. It was almost a hundred years old. It was added on to a couple oh, times, cool. but it had you know the ten foot ceilings mm-hmm. and the barley twist. It had a dumb waiter and a butler's room, oh, I love it. and it had the old wood windows with the like ropes in the. Oh, oh wow. I mean, this house yeah. was old. Oh, cool. This was old. But the pe- person that lived there before us was a doctor. And he did stuff out of his house. Mm. And we had a dog that would be downstairs dead asleep or playing with us or doing whatever. And he would look up like he was following something. And after the first couple of times, we realized that he was like, watching something but he was tracing what would be the upstairs hallway to the doctor's office oh and he would kind of like just look and kind of watch it pass and then sometimes it'd be the other way or whatever but oh yeah and people when Oh, we I got chills again <laughs> and people when they they go what oh we bought the old uh you know hunter house and they're like you bought the hunted hunt, you know. We're like, oh yeah, ha, ha. hunter or haunted? <laughs> yeah, exactly. the haunted house. And Doctor like, Hunter lived there. We're like, yeah, he used to practice out of that. And then, and eventually, I took that room over because it was really convenient. It was the best room to be in and still be able to sneak out at night. But that's a whole other story. <laughs> but and I never really felt anything haunted per se. But it was always the coldest room in the entire house wow. no matter how high and i would turn the heat up and that room would stay consistent temperature no matter and it was a big house but we kept it pretty warm and there were obviously a lot of others a six bedroom house and it had seven walk-in class it was oh, wow. probably four thousand plus square feet it was a how big cool. old wow. big old house i want to see it yeah, yeah i know and cool. um it was it was it was very creepy and it did have doors when we first moved in my mom gutted the kitchen and redid it but 
Um, when we first moved in, the cabinet doors would stay open, but they were also, I know, you know, bazillion yeah, those years older old. Ones, or, yeah. And it had a um, cellar, you know, with the doors out oh, on the eagle. Yeah. And we would come home and those would be open. And of course, too my many creepy movies have my step <laughs> Yes. My stepfather would be like, who left the cellar door open? And we'd all say, no. Yeah. Well, yeah, there were seven of us kids and we none of us wanted to get in trouble. So we were all yeah. be like, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. There's no way he was going to ever figure out who did. So there were some things that, um, you know, would happen. It would it would creak. It would moan. Yeah. Um, a lot the, of houses. The dumbwaiter. The dumbwaiter. Everybody knows what a dumbwaiter is. Uh -huh. Yeah. Would, Not a smart one, but dumbwaiter. We, <laughs> we keep. We didn't use it. Obviously, it was dangerous. Although when we first moved in the house, we did used to ride up and down in. And when you open the door, you <laughs> scare the shit. That's out of too it. tempting to do that. Yeah. stuff. and my parents oh, were like, "That's dangerous. We're gonna die." You know. <laughs> so we would put like canned vegetables and stuff like that in there just to, I don't know, keep probably us kids from playing there. But <laughs> and you'd go in there and come in from the grocery store, put the vegetables in there or whatever, and then go back to open it up, and it would be gone. You know, it'd be like down or up, you know, up in the third floor or down. The, oh. It's like, what the hell? Yeah. Stuff like that. But you didn't really like that. At the time, we thing. didn't think about it. But years later, it's like, oh, yeah, that house was creepy. Yeah. And we never went for whatever reason. I remember people going, have you gone in the attic? Hey, there's a doctor that lived here. He had a lot of money and mm. blah, blah, blah. Did you go in the attic? And we were all collectively like. Hell no, we're not going to <laughs> Hell no. There is no we way. We don't want a, any animate objects. Yeah, we'll probably, find a, up. <laughs> probably find a bunch of doll heads or something. Yeah. yeah. Very creepy. and Flowers Instruments. And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and the room in the basement had one room. It was several rooms. And it had like one room you could go into. Then there was another room behind it. It was Ooh, very creepy. Room. Yes. I want to see it. It was road the, trip. The best worst wall. house ever. Yes. Still there? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <gasps> People wow. live there? Probably yeah. Yeah. And it was it was an awesome house. Hmm. And the, there was one room in the basement that was painted candy apple red. Oh wow. And that creeped the bejesus the out room. of us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what? Red drum. Blood room. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes, it was very creepy. So, <laughs> skipping a little bit, but not. Who here has ever gone to OCC up here on on uh, Cooley? Oh yeah, yeah. I, I taught it there. I went to for college. I went to college there too, and evidently, I've been in the parking lot. Does that count? I've been in the woods too. So the two, <laughs> I bet you have. <laughs> I have. Well. Uh, excuse me, let me clarify that. It's on the trails with my dog. Yeah. Okay, better. Yes. <laughs> I was going to say, because otherwise that's a whole other podcast. Yeah, that's that was right. a great story. Right. <laughs> so in the very back, you know, like you go in and it's like a big loop. Yes. Two of the buildings in the back, Highland Hall, and I never went to High Oak. High Oak Hall and Highland Hall. Oh, yeah. Highland Hall is several stories. And they told me right from the beginning, do not use the elevator, use the stairs. And really? Like, yeah. And they're like, why? And it's like, it's haunted. It's haunted. You don't want to do it. Are you kidding so, me? So Highland, evidently, it's there's a bunch. So they, they say, Oakland Community College, former 
allegedly a hospital. There's yes. allegedly a tunnel oh. that connects Highland Hall to High Oak Hall. It's said to begin in the basement of Highland Hall, which was once the morgue. The basement has a tunnel there you go. area said to be haunted. Witnesses have described apparitions of an older man, cold spots, disembodied screams, and other strange sounds. Mm -hmm. So I took two classes there, one semester after the other, in that uh, room. And there were a couple times where, like, lights would flash or something silly, you know, whatever. But we'd get our breaks because they were four-hour classes. And of course, especially during the first one, we're all like, let's explore. And we'd <laughs> go and try to find places. And we had this one guy who either was totally fucking with our heads or <laughs> he was the most unlikely person, uh, uh, unlucky person we knew because everything, he got stuck in a bathroom stall. Oh, wow. He got stuck in the elevator. He couldn't what? get a door open back into, and we saw him in, we're all in class and he's trying to open the door and supposedly it went open. Now, which elevators? Because there's I, a couple of sets. And you know what? That's funny you say that because, gosh, I've gone there so many times that I never even I knew never that story. This. I did know backstory of history of um, where the um, medical mm -hmm. um section is or building mm -hmm. you know for um the health or whatever health training or whatever that used to be that's where they would house the patients that had some sort of infectious disease or some sort I oh really story yeah and um, well i know that the like uh, most of my classes were on the third and fourth floor but if you went like around the corner from where uh, most of the classes were mm -hmm. like there were like these weird rooms that were all cement and, and oh. partitioned and like the even the bathrooms were kind of funky set up almost like they were like the main one off of uh like hospital row when you go in to enter that side it'd be the, the second one on the left just past the cop station yes so supposedly uh that is haunted i would have to say yes but um because I know the elevators on that end nearest the library were always uh, out of order or there was always some problem or they're so slow. You'd be stuck there and wouldn't get up to the, you would be quicker going down the hallway and walking the stairs and then coming by the. They, yeah. They the always told that everybody was like, don't take the, don't take the elevator. Don't take the elevator. We're like, so okay. Funny. We don't know why, but huh. okay. Now supposedly Rotary Park in Livonia is haunted. No, I've never even heard never of Rotary heard of that. Park. Folks have reported mysterious sounds and screams at night along Rotary Park Woods Nature Trail. And some say the apparitions of little girls in white dresses can be seen. Rumor has it wow. that these are spirits of girls who were murdered oh. in the woods. Have you all ever heard of um, Oakwood Cemetery in Farmington? No. No. So my friend Connie... And her husband, John, went, I think, once, maybe twice. So it's kind of a thing. So you go there and you pull in the drive and you go to the bottom of the hill and you stop your car and you put it in neutral and you take your foot off the brake. Your car starts rolling back up the hill. 
Up the hill. Up the hill. Wow. Oh, really? And no, she no, no. and her husband both said it literally happened. I kind of want to say they went wow. there twice, but I'm not 100% sure on that. But Really? And I, I kept saying, no way. I want to go. I want to see what happens. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's so crazy. I know that in the UP and my girlfriend, uh, Amanda, lives like less than a half a mile from there, or her cabin. It's less than a half mile there. And it's called the Paulding Light, P-A-U-L-D-I-N-G. Uh, and it's been, as long as I can remember, they talked about it. And basically, if you're in this one spot on the highway and you look in this direction, you can see a light in the sky that isn't there the rest of the time. And uh, it's a red and it turns oh. white and it kind of goes back huh. and forth. And legend says it's the ghost lantern of a railroad switchman who was killed long ago after falling asleep on the job. Um, oh. Dozens and dozens and dozens of people okay. have seen it and have videotaped it. And wow. they think that probably it has more to do with... The clear skies, of course, you have northern lights up there. You have a lot of stars. You have a lot of... And they think that the red-white color is just an illusion. And it probably has more to do with, like, cars hitting the ore, the copper, what you know, kind of thing, and it reflecting. Okay. But they've never been able to prove it. And well, Amanda has seen it several you, times. If you could, if, like, who was going to, you know, the skeptic, who, how yeah. did you debunk, debunk it, you know? Right. And uh, yeah, Amanda swears it's real. I've seen it. My heart was oh, like yeah. pounding, and I said, "Who are you?" And it just immediately disappeared. Wow, it was so weird. Wow, and That's that was wild. just that was one of those weird ones where I mean, I that's can, pretty extreme. Yeah, to witness and an all experience. these years later, I can still see that image in my head. Yeah, how could you not have the image? So weird. <laughs> And so that's why I say, like, I'm a skeptic for a lot of things, but that one, that was strange. Yeah, how could I you? I wasn't sleeping. I was wide awake. How could I, you uh, justify that? That's mm -hmm. quite a story. Have you ever watched that show, The Dead Files, with Amy Allen? She's no. like a medium and Ooh. Um, can see things and pick up... Uh, you know, paranormal activity and uh, apparitions and stuff and kind of like feel them and what they're like, they talk to her or whatever. And then a retired investigator and cop works with her. He does the factual side of things. People that will like, they want to reach out to uh, ghost hunters or whatever they're having issues with where they're living or where being haunted. And so, it's really interesting. I have been watching. So you kind of have yin and yang. Yeah. You got this one on this yeah. end, and he, this one on. He does all the research, like. Oh, cool. um, And they don't talk to each other. They don't communicate about nothing. She conducts her side of. Oh, really? The investigation, and he does his. So that way, there's no bias going on. Oh, that's cool. So I've he never will. Even heard of see, it. You know, that's where I start getting skeptical because skeptical because I'm like, they could totally talk. To yeah, them. they totally could. That's but. true. I do agree. You know, like a lot of those shows. And it's, come on. you know, 
it's being recorded and they can edit it and they can do all kinds of stuff. Yeah. But, but what he does, he talks to the homeowners and get what the problem is and what they're experiencing and what their fears are and what they want to do about it. And then they will, and then he will investigate the history of the house and find out different things, facts and everything. Go as far as he can exploring all that information and what she does. She goes in with her camera guy. He films her while she goes in and just does a reading of the house. Does a walkthrough. And we'll tell. She'll walk the grounds or she'll go through the whole house. And there's been some where she won't even enter. Because it's so bad. Really? There's been some where um, she not only does the house, but she does the grounds. Because there's more going on that could be more deeper. Like history, like way back, like tribal days you know american mm-hmm, indians mm-hmm. or whatever back in the days you know pioneer days and that so but it's really interesting whether it's what is that factor embellished but um i'm trying to think that it was on fx okay uh sci-fi channel or All right. but it's popular if you look it up you'd be able to find it but Amy Allen does do, I think she still does that. She does conduct investigations. And she was even on a different program where they interviewed her and brought her in. So, um, but yeah, she's, she sticks to you know, her, her talent of being able to read things. So really? yeah, yeah it's so really interesting. interesting. Yeah, it really is. Well, I just feel like sometimes you... I'm not sure if it's necessarily a gift, but sometimes you, maybe it's a a feeling, I don't know, but here's a funny situation. So my friend lives on the lake and there's probably been four or five times that I've been at her house and we're talking, she and I, and I immediately stop my conversation and look behind me and go, oh, totally thought somebody was standing there. Yeah. Really? And, you know, that's could be common, right? And so that has happened several times. And then recently I was at our house and I was like, oh, my gosh that alicia that smells so good what is that and she was like what are you talking about and i said do you have like a diffuser going or did you just spray something it smells so good and she goes so back in my old neighborhood um i lived back in the neighborhood by lotus lake and in between Lotus Lake and Mesa Day Lake. There's a little peninsula that comes out. And that's called Blaine Island. And Blaine is a doctor. Um, There's a history behind him and itself. And that property. And there is only one way in and out. He had his own little private road on a little bridge that went to the island. Um... You know, it was just his house and his whole property was that whole island. Yeah. And um, 
across the lake is where a friend of mine and his family, he's from a family of 12, they're Catholics, so that explains it, but they <laughs> um, all have stories growing up of hearing all these odd noises at night from coming oh, from Blaine gosh. Island. Some of the story I've forgotten over time, but uh, the doctor apparently was into, he's kind of like a, he painted a picture of him being kind of like a mad scientist into discoveries uh -huh. of uh, yeah. um, different things and time travel oh, and really? you know, that kind of stuff like you would see in the movies. <laughs> but um, they would hear lines and stuff uh, and elephants noises sounded like lions and elephants were at night and supposedly as teenagers they snuck over um onto Blaine's Island at night you know oh boy looking and snooping around on the property and said that they, he had all these animal cages and he was conducting it, it looked like these were rooms that he had um separate from his residence that he conducted like experimentations oh and stuff. So they said that they'd always hear weird noises and, you know, like exotic animal cries at night coming Aww. from the island. And it's, you know, the claims on that, that the doctor was conducting experiments was proved false or whatever, but they swear by the noises that they would hear at night and the things that they would see like shadows and stuff and different lights like orbs oh boy you know dancing around on the property when they would be out on the lake at night you know but and there is a interesting history way back to settlers and uh back in you know those days about the property but oh, uh, really? not to get in too deep and all that but the, it's kind of like an urban legend oh. about the neighborhood growing up everybody kind of like during my time, my era, you know, growing up in the neighborhood, all knew about Blaine Island and that it was a really creepy place. That's funny. Don't go I've never there heard kind of, of thing. Mm, yeah. I don't either. So here's a story about Commerce Township. Whoop, whoop. It's not a real super, like, weird, scary one, but it's still. It's been many years, but when I was younger, I used to skateboard late, out, late after hours behind Commerce Elementary. Late one night when no one was there, a friend and I heard a very deep, low growl come from a bathroom window. The second we heard the noise, my friend and I looked at each other and without a word began running from our lives. I'm not sure what we heard, but whatever it was, it was definitely not of this world and definitely not human. As you scroll down, it, oh, wow. it gives, you know, everybody puts their comments and everybody's like, yep, happened to me too. Or, oh, oh I was over wow. here though, it happened. People talk about Long's Farm and the uh, the antique place on, uh, what's it called? Oh, um, Commerce and Commerce. Yes. <laughs> yes. I've heard something about Commerce and Commerce is haunted. Are but, you talking about that what? red barn that's right there? Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Wall so Wall Lake, Michigan. A woman says, I heard a woman's voice that asked, Are you cleaning? Thinking it was someone needing assistance. I offered by saying yes, but can I help you? The voice did not respond. When I turned around, there was no one there. I looked up 
and down the hallway and not a thing. This occurrence has happened once to me before, but I brushed it off. Anybody else? And where was that supposed sure. to be? This was in, it just says Wall Lake somewhere. Oh. It says, I lived in apartments off Hawk Lake. I don't know where Hawk Lake is, do I? I don't either. Um, I was sitting, living in the living room on my couch. Granted, I was... I was alone and my fiance was at work. It was almost seven. It was dark out. Out of nowhere, I heard something fall off the table and I looked over and saw the shadow and it disappeared. As he disappeared, uh, one of my shoes had fallen over. It was it was pretty freaky. I have seen ghost figures before, but never been so vivid to me. Here's one that's close to home that's local on uh, this website, ghostsofamerica.com. This one is Waterford, Michigan ghost sightings. It starts out, I used to live in a subdivision off Hatchery Road in Waterford. One night, I let my dog outside to do her business, and she started walking down the sidewalk, sniffing the ground like she picked up the scent trail. She got about halfway past the neighbor's front yard before I caught her and picked her, picked her up. I was about halfway from bending down to pick her up when I felt something very big and very fast fly right over my head it felt the wind well, it felt the wind when it passed my head it moved my hair i thought Ooh. it might have been an owl or something so i looked in the direction it was headed toward and i saw a gold orb about the size of a basketball hovering approximately 10 feet above the middle of the street. I stared at it for a few moments and it slowly faded out of sight. I looked at my dog who I was holding and she was staring at the same spot where uh, the orb had just disappeared. We went back in the house as fast as we oh, could. Wow. <laughs> wow. Oh, that's that? an odd occurrence. Yeah. Wow. So mm. when we lived in Ohio, my husband was working nights. Problem. <laughs> <laughs> we came here okay mm -hmm. no, no that's but strange we too <laughs> my husband was working nights i was sleeping but i couldn't sleep so i mm -hmm. i had that internal clock when i knew my husband joe was about you know about to come home or whatever so um sure enough typical night i hear the door i'm like oh okay joe's home and i didn't get much sleep so i'm awake and i hear the creaking of the floor you know he's coming down the hallway and i'm kind of laying there i'm not really you know looking that way and then i don't really hear anything and so i kind of lift my head up and i am not kidding you i saw a comp i could probably get with a sketch artist i saw a vision of kind of a younger guy that looked like he was in the 40s he had a bomber jacket on wow. he had like it looked like a like some kind of military cap on he had a duffel bag over his shoulder. He had like um, kind of the baggier pants, you know? Wow. 
And you know how when someone kind of like reaches into a room to turn the light on, he kind of like reached in to turn the light on. What are you talking about? She so came in. She can't smell it, but you can't. Wow. Really? She did. She came in. She goes, where were you? And so then she starts telling me about her son has weird experiences in his room. Mm. So her daughter has gone off to college. They're going to move him into her room because they think something's going on with that room. And I was there again the other day and the same thing. I whipped my head around and I was like, holy moly. Could have sworn somebody was standing right behind me. And she thinks that it's her aunt. Really? Because she was really close to her aunt. Hmm. And so it's more like a good thing than a bad thing. Yeah. No, I don't get a, I don't get like a scary feeling. Uh -huh. I just, it's so real though. I mean, I don't know. Hmm. It, yeah. Like I would have bet a thousand dollars that somebody was standing behind me. It's Halloween. Coming up soon. Yes. What are we dressing up as, first of all? <laughs> are we doing Halloween? There. What are we doing? That's true. You're bionic. <laughs> bionic. You're bionic. Oh, I don't know. Um, I'm... Is commerce doing anything for Halloween? I mean, it's not banned or no, what's I, the... I've, I think it's kind of to each their own kind of thing. I've been hearing a lot of things of what people are doing and not doing. And they're saying if you can sit out on your driveway... And like, like trick or treaters with a table and pre put, put, you know, the, the goodies and let the kids grab it versus hand to hand. First moved into the neighborhood. Well, it had to have been when we first, cause we were trick or treating with the kids. Um, and we haven't done that in a long time, but we drank the whole time. I mean, we just walked mm -hmm. around with a cooler and our kids yeah. went off and did their thing and we would sit there and. The old neighborhood that we lived in was like that. Yeah. And it was so much fun because you would go with your kids and yeah. we would take a little cooler, yep. a little wagon yeah. or whatever. I used to see but you a lot of parents the doing that. And yep. the parents would be like, oh, and here's a little treat. And they yes, give you a, a beer. Yeah. 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 Oh, give you a shot. Uh, what neighborhood were you yeah, in? Yeah, really. <laughs> uh, they still Let's do that. Let's go. The people a couple <laughs> say doors. we got trick-or-treaters and just people's houses. <laughs> the people a couple of doors down are Russian, and they give up vodka. Yeah. Wow. <gasps> I know. We took. What's right? It <laughs> was. There was like three, four of us women, and just by pure coincidence, we run into one of the dads that my son hung out with and so he walked with us and his kid his wife was livid and he could not come out with us anymore for halloween <laughs> Why did he and come home a little he tipsy? came home so drunk <laughs> there's our snort there was it and you know we saw him at school a couple days later and he's like my wife was so mad because i came home so drunk Aww. and we're like you know what that's that's you know while you weren't driving that's right <laughs> and his kid played with my kid and so they went off i know the last couple of years that max went out they actually never really did any trick-or-treating i know once he one year he and his buddies all just dressed in complete black and they just went out in the neighborhood and yeah, ditched yeah. and like jumped out at people uh -huh. and oh, you know yeah. did a lot of that kind of you stuff. You ever have like if 
went back in our day when we trick or treat. Did you ever have any parents turn you away because you're they thought you were too old? Oh my god, Patty, I was just gonna bring that were up. Were you? I was we oh my I know. Gosh. <laughs> she has a gift. Oh. I literally was. We had some older kids here too, but yeah. Well, you know, I, if we know them, then it's like, yeah, yeah, that's different. Like Tara's kids come over five, six times. <laughs> yeah, I've had repeaters before that's cute. My, in my, my old place, but I never really told any kid, no, you're too old. Yeah, I wouldn't kid, do not, that. I mean, it's candy. What the heck, you know? Yeah. Well, not so. only that, but like, I love the spin on it the, these days because seriously, these older kids are trick or treating. Mm hmm. Think about what they could be doing. They could be doing right. Exactly. If that's then, the worst thing that they're doing. Absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, here's, doing your, that. here's your darn yep. candy. Absolutely. And yep. you know, in our house in Southfield, we had really young kids and we were young. And, and um, we had one of the flattest, I guess, driveways and a basketball hoop. And they used to come and knock on our door and be like, Mrs. Galka, can you move your car so we can play? Or can we play basketball for a little bit? And it was like, basically, look, if my kid grabs the ball, walks in front of you, you all got to stop and let him shoot. It's his court. It's his thing. You know, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, you know, and they were all very good about it. Because some of them were like middle school, high schoolers, you know. Mm -hmm. And... Um, they were like, yeah, no problem. They were always really good about my kids playing oh. or they'd lift them up and let them, you know, yeah. and then, you know, kids' attention span, my kids would be gone doing something else and they would oh, play. So cool. But my neighbors would be like, I don't know why you move your car for them. They shouldn't have to do that. Blah, blah, blah. You're being too nice. Why let them blah, blah. Then Halloween would come I around. I love it. I love it. And there would be, you know, cars and you know get their windows waxed and toilet papered not and your house stuff. our house was always perfect and yeah, i always I mean, if the cops or whoever ever came to me and said do you know who did this i would know totally know exactly who was it was those kids that i was letting play basketball in my house and you know what i would never rat them out because they didn't do anything to my house yeah, ever yeah, yeah. and it was so like we were almost Aww. right in the middle so it'd be like I think there was three houses and then ours and then like five or six more I love or whatever. That story. Yeah, and it was like not nothing ever happened to us. No. So yeah. that is our spooktacular Halloween episode, paranormal slash just weird events <laughs> episode. We hope you all liked it. Yeah. Uh we miss Lori. We wish she was here, but hopefully yeah. next week. Uh, Lori Jane. I'm sure she has some freaky, scary shit that's happened to her. <laughs> she did have some stories, but unfortunately yep. couldn't be here tonight. But yep. maybe next time. But we'll aim for next week. We don't know what we're going to talk about next week. But before Halloween comes, if you want to go to our website or our Facebook page and post your own silly, funny, or weird story. Uh, I'd love to read them. Please awesome. do. Yeah, yeah, we'd love to hear about it. And we'll talk about some of them next week on the air. Thanks yeah. for joining us. Thanks for joining. And if you have any topics that you'd like to share, yep. maybe we'll uh, do a segment on it. So give us some ideas we'll, if you have any. We'll put our own drunken, salty spin on it. <laughs> yes, definitely. Sarcasm. It's sarcasm. It's what's for, it's what for dinner. It's what's for dinner every day. <laughs>